Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on Blog Talk Radio. Call in at 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. Excuse the noise. We have all the animals here today. Laura is at my house doing the show today. Hey, everyone. Hi. So, uh, yeah, today we have uh, Luca and Storm King here at our house with Aloha and Ripley, and they're all playing. And Rosa in the other house. <laughs> yep, see, there they are. <laughs> so welcome them to our show as well. We got our chat room open, uh, so check it out. Um, you can go there and talk to other listeners, uh, post some questions, um, you know, chat about the show. So come on in there. Um, again, the number is 917-889-2693. That's 917 917- Eight eight nine two six nine three. Also, let us know in the chat room if there's any weird technical difficulties. If you can't hear us or something like that, then I can fix that on my end over here. Um, so, Laura, I wanted to tell you my update with the um, the bunny. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. right. So um, last week I was driving down the street and I saw a house bunny um, on the road on the side of the road, and it was white with brown spots. And I wasn't sure if I should stop and pick it up or if I should, you know, knock on the person's door and say, I think your bunny's outside. Um, But anyhow, I drove by the second night and it was out on the sidewalk again. So yesterday I went over there and I checked it out and it looks like it's clearly their bunny. They had left the carrot out on the little grassy (laughs) area of the sidewalk and they had like a mesh fencing like, oh. but there was a hole in it. But I think that they know because the holes are obvious. Yeah. And then I tried to yell out to the owners, but they didn't respond. So I think I had to go there like earlier during the day and try and knock on their door because their gate was locked and I couldn't oh. knock on their so door. So would they put a carrot out by the road? I'm not by the road, but there's like a little grassy patch in front of their house near the sidewalk. Yeah. So it's like, is it like their yard? Sidewalk, grassy patch, yes. road, yes. and they put the carrot in yeah. the grassy patch. Like that's a little dangerous. It's like this is okay to go here. <laughs> yeah, well, that's or maybe it was a neighbor that put the carrot or some passerby or something. Perhaps, perhaps. But I think it is their bunny. Oh my gosh! So now I have to go over there and let them know that there's a pack of um, there's five coyotes that are apparently running around that oh, yeah, exact right. neighborhood. So I just wanted to... Maybe you should write a note, too, just in case. Yeah, that's what I was going to do, is maybe like uh, write a note, print it out, and then put it on their fence, because I can't get into their property. Yeah, right. Well, so. that wouldn't be okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that'd be trespassing. <laughs> I was so nervous this week that I had to call Laura and say, what do I do? I don't know anything about bunnies. Should I... Should I call them? Should I knock on their door? And I was really stressed out about this bunny. I know. It's so scary. Yeah. But I think um, I think it is their bunny. I think they're definitely aware aware that they're bunny. I know. They should just leave them in the backyard. Yeah, it's weird. Like, why let them in the front yard? I don't know. My friend and I drove by there yesterday, and he was so shocked that there was. I told him about this bunny and was he, store. Was he outside? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> like hanging out. I don't know. Maybe we should ask the bunny. I know. Maybe they're like cats and they can just hang out there. I don't know. Bean, I would never trust her by the road. She's not smart enough. Yeah. Well, this bunny seems to stay in the grassy area. And it, Is it a busy street? Um, I wouldn't say busy, but quite busy. So, yeah, maybe the bunny knows where the road is. Yeah. Busy enough. Well, we can talk to the bunny if you want. Yeah, just like, are you okay? I mean, that's what I want to know. Is the bunny okay? Yeah, we spoke to him before, didn't we? Didn't yeah. he say he was okay? I think so, but All right. I don't know. You want to ask again? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to get the bunny. It's a white bunny with brown spots. It was really friendly. About this big. Like, I don't know, a small, not tiny. Yeah, but. that girl says, hi, how are you? And I say to her, don't you love my place I'm living? And I heard about the coyotes she told me. Did you tell him? Yeah. Oh. Well, I was talking about it right in front of the bunny. Oh, you didn't tell, could tell him right at him? No. Oh, no, I didn't oh. say right to him. I was you should, him. though. Yeah, I but will. he But he heard it right to you. And I say I'm so smart about it. Remember that he said this once before when we spoke to him. He said he's yeah. faster than any dog, remember? Yeah. I don't go out there at night. That's not true. I saw him, I mean. Did you see him at dusk or did you see him when it was at dark? dusk. Yeah, he that's especially when he needs to go in. Yeah. Well, it's dangerous. Yeah, very dangerous. You need to stay back behind your fence. If I stay back behind my fence, I won't see as much. Mm. Well, you still have to. Yeah. You don't want to die by coyote. And if for some reason you do, fly really fast and high. What do you mean? I told him to fly really fast to heaven as high as he can go. That sounds like something that would be scary. Mm-hmm. It's only scary if you die in a scary way. But then it won't be scary. But you want to make sure you stay behind the fence so that you can live a very long life. Mm-hmm. Oops. That's Laura's phone, not mine. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> My phone. <laughs> well, just, yeah, I think that the bunny just needs to stay behind the fence. I think that is the main, yes. the main thing. Stay behind the fence. Okay, all you listeners, picture that bunny and tell him to stay behind the fence. Yeah. And then picture him that if he's out in front of the fence, that a pack of five coyotes are going to grab him and rip him apart. It sounds graphic, but sometimes that's what you need to do. Yeah, it does sound graphic. (laughs) You have to scare them, though. Right. You say to your cats when they're out late at night. Yeah. Um, So let's take some calls and go into the chat room um we have unicorn tracker in the chat room saying uh hello i have a dog whom i rescued years ago curious to find as to his life before we got him leo is an extra large german shepherd male five years old darker version of a black and tan but not quite as stable he is gray and white and has underbite uh here's a picture 
So. Oh, she could put a picture in the chat room. I get, or she has a link to it. So. Oh, how cool is that? Yeah. So you see. Oh, he's cute. Look at him. Okay. And so, what do we want to ask him? Uh, we want to know what's his password. Yeah. Like? Yeah. Here, show me the picture again. Well, I'm so excited to talk to you. My mom walks me really well. She's so good at walking me. I've learned so much from her. What was your past like? Can you tell me what your past was like? It was kind of chaotic. I had a lot of people around me. And so many people were telling me what to do, but everyone was telling me something different. I wasn't really abused, but I was confused. Now I have my mom and she treats me real good. And when she feeds me, she says, this is what you eat to make you feel good. In my past, I didn't get out much, but I always wanted to. I want to go places to teach people about shepherds. Oh, so sweet. <laughs> so cool. I know. Oh, so that's Leo, our um, our guest in the chat room. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Let's get to some phone calls. Um, we're not screening calls today, so we're just going kind of random here. Uh, last four digits, 4212, you are on the air. Tell us who your uh, pet is and um, describe them to us, dead or alive, and which is my favorite line, are they dead or alive? And <laughs> your favorite line. That's funny. <laughs> it's just a funny line. And uh, one question. So go ahead. Uh, last four digits, 4212. You're on the air. Hi, Laura. This is Tina with Lily. Oh, hey, Tina. Hi. You sound tired, and this is a long, oh, complicated. <laughs> yeah, you sound tired, but I don't want to take a lot of time because I know there's a lot of other people, but I was hoping we could connect with Lily. Um, you've had several sessions with her. She led us to... I don't want to say the guy's name, but led us to um, the breeder near me, and he ended up being a hoarder. And I want to know if she, I know what our purpose is with this. I know what my job is with this, but I want to know if she can guide me anymore. Okay, hold on. This is a really hard case just for everybody that's out there because sometimes this is a reincarnation case. And um, Lily, sometimes with the reincarnations, they kind of can send you, send their people on like these treasure hunts and they're kind of hard for me because I hate to see the people suffer in while they're trying to find their pet and I try to be as accurate as I can and um poor Tina has been going having a really hard time finding Lily and um and she followed one of these clues to this place and it turned out to be a really terrible situation so we're going to ask Lily if she was actually there, right, or or yes. um, or anything else she can say um, yes. about this. 
And I don't mean to sound tired for everyone oh, out there. Oh, that's okay. I thought maybe <laughs> no, it was because of me. <laughs> no, I don't think it's because of you. I think it's because I uh, maybe I'm with I here in the studio and I'm trying to be like quiet or something. Oh. <laughs> talk too loud or I don't know what it is. Um, but I'm good. Okay, okay, let me let me get let me get Lily. Tell my mom it's okay. I'm sorry that her heart is hurting. Yeah. Mom, you got to believe that I'm with you. There's an angel holding your hand, and we have a string attached to us. Okay. And that terrible man, he's hurting a lot of dogs' feelings. Yeah. That little doggy is not me. It's not. I know that you want it to be, but it's not me. And that's like, okay, now this is really hard for both Tina and I to hear because, um, or me, I should say, instead of I, because, um, well, I mean, it might be feeling a little bit better for Tina to hear because then she doesn't have to feel like she has to go back there and get her, but... um, we were sort of led there, and another animal communicator told told Tina that Lily is at this place and was really confident about it. And so these are really hard for me because, you know, I, I don't want to say that another animal communicator is wrong um, because I don't know what how she was doing when she got her information. Or um, so so unfortunately, we have to really put it on. Tina or who's ever looking for their pet to really sort of believe whether or not they have found their animal. But one thing I noticed, Tina, also about those pictures is that you were holding that dog in your hand. Correct. And I and I really feel like if you were holding your reincarnation of your pet, I don't uh-huh. think you would have put her down. Even with the mind chatter, the fear, the anxiety, and what I saw, I just didn't no, feel like I No, I think you I would have been able. holding her close to your heart and running. Okay, okay. <laughs> you know, I always... you, you, you probably also, and like if you said, oh, I wanted her, you would have been like, listen to, my, to your husband, listen, I, this is sure. her. We cannot leave her. And you guys would have maybe offered him a big amount of cash or I, something. Had, had it not been for you or the other person that's just a friend that just does it mm-hmm. on the side... I honestly did not feel anything. Mm. I did not feel a connection, but I know I'm also a lot in my head and not in my heart because I was so shocked by what I saw. I was so, those conditions, those poor animals were in. Mm. I couldn't I, even get it out of oh, my head. Oh, it's so sad. And they were just scared, and they were cowering in their kennels, and they were dirty, and it mm. just made me so sad. I think that I was just shocked mm. at what I saw. Can we ask Lily? I'm going to Michigan. Can we just ask her one more, and then I won't keep you? Can we ask her? I'm going to Michigan this weekend to see three little girls to another breeder, and I'm planning to go there Saturday, and I don't know if she can help me with that or not. She's telling you that she wants you to sit with each dog okay, alone in a room. Okay. And I want you to feel how it feels. Just sit with each dog and feel how it feels. Okay. So she did not lead us on a on a goose chase to the 
the breeder? No, you know, sometimes I feel like they they were you're led to these places because you were supposed to be the voice for all those dogs. And you I know, and yeah. and even for the people that are hearing it on 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 the radio here, this person is calls himself an AKC breeder and he is very involved in the show world. So mm-hmm. so you could easily think that he's a good breeder. That's why it's so important that if you're getting a dog from a breeder that you actually go to the place, even if you have to fly there and actually see what conditions the dogs are in and how the the breeder actually um, treats these animals. It's so important because these are uh, puppy mills and these are the dogs that ends up in pet shops and um, you can think that it sounds really good on the phone, but if you don't see it in person, yeah, you really need to. It was horrible. Go. It was yeah. absolutely horrible. And he's more of a hoarder than, uh, but it's like a puppy mill. It was just, it was very much like a puppy mill. So mm-hmm. I'm just glad to know that she wasn't there because that was mm-hmm. that's what's haunting me right now. I think is to think Aww, that she was. Tina, well, yeah. you have to call us back in when you go to Michigan. We want to hear what happens. Okay. Okay, and thank you so much for your help. I really oh, do. I Gina, hope you know I'm forever in your debt. Oh, uh, well, find her first, then you can say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you All so right. much for Stay taking travel. my call. Stay All right, travel. thank you. Yeah, thank you. Oh, it's so sad. It is so sad. It's so hard. It's so interesting with these reincarnations. It's like some of them, it's like they tell you when they're coming back or they tell me when they're coming back. And sometimes it can be to the actual day and they're like back Mm. again or it can be so exact and others are like these like treasure hunts. Yeah. And I'm like, gosh, it really like tests my abilities and my sanity kind of because this poor woman, what she had to see and experience. That's that's really scary. Yeah. That's really scary. It is. Wow. Um, we have a special guest today, um, which is the L.A. Guinea Pig Rescue. And um, we're going to have them on shortly. But real quick, I just want to hit up the chat room again because there's a lot of activity going on in there. Nice. Um, so um, Mishy929 says they rescued a male dog about five months ago. Winston, originally Marley, is a Shih Tzu mix, probably part Lhasa Apso, and is about three to four years old. And here's a photo. Oh, I love these photos. (laughs) Oh, my God. Adorable. Kind of looks like uh, our friend Chewy. He does look like Chewy. (laughs) So cute. What are those little animals that look like him from Star Wars? Oh, Ewok? Yeah, he looks like a little Ewok. Yeah. He's <laughs> got an underbite. He's gray and white and brown. A little bit and of a brown. sweet little haircut where you can see his eyes. <laughs> um, and so Mishy asks, uh, let's see, where are we? Uh, no, oh, about his past because uh, they rescued and didn't have much information. Okay, let me see his picture again. Okay, here we go. Okay, cutie boy. I used to have a little lady that used to squeeze me so hard. She couldn't take care of me because I was too busy and underfoot. This home is really cool. They're patient with me. 
I like blankets. I don't know what he means by that. What do you mean by you like blankets? To cuddle up with. And I like cheesy treats. And I'm not a big fan of my ears getting cleaned. So when you do my ears, please do it nicer. I don't know, is that type of dog, do they need to pull the hair out of the ears too when they groom them? Because maybe that's what he's talking about. Also lift me up into the car sometimes. Because it's been harder to take off and jump. I wish we had their feedback. I like to have feedback. Let's see. No, yeah. If you have any feedback to uh, what Winston said, please join us in the chat room. Um, you hear Ripley? <laughs> yes, and we have a lot of activity back here. Their collars going. <laughs> yeah, sorry, everyone, but you know, there's a uh, playtime going on at the same time as the radio show. I know it's so cute. I just love it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's get to our guests uh, today. L.A. Guinea Pig Rescue, you're on the air. Hi. Hi, guys. Hi. Um, do you pronounce your name? Uh, how do you pronounce your name? Let me just ask you that. It's Saskia Chiesa. Oh, okay. I'm glad I didn't butcher it. So, Saskia, <laughs> thank you so much for being on uh, on the Pet Psychic Radio Show with us. And um, I wanted to ask you, first of all, uh, I don't know too much about guinea pigs. I've never had a, a guinea pig live with me. So can you tell us a little bit about what kind of animal they are? Like, what's their temperament? Are they hard to care for? What are what are they? What are guinea pigs like? Well, guinea pigs are very smart, and and I think they're often misunderstood. People, a lot of people, don't even know what a guinea pig looks like. When you say I rescue guinea pigs, they think I'm talking about hamsters. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, I, you know, I I never like that when that happens. Like, no, they're not hamsters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, they, you know, they really are very smart. There's some piggies that I I wonder. It's like, my gosh, you you like a dog? I, I think I have one of them right now. That's it's like a puppy. Every time I walk by the cage, she's standing right there, and I swear it's a dog. <laughs> you know, he comes up and he really wants to be pet, and you know, they they become very tame and and. Um, when you pet them, sometimes they will purr like a like a kettle most and kind of vibrate their body if they like it. And um, so, you know, they're classified as a rodent, but I, I actually think that they're their own class. I, I wouldn't necessarily put them in the same class as a rodent. Right. So they're 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 affectionate and they can they're like you say they're like dogs, so they can show you their affection and emotion and things like that. Yes, definitely. Some absolutely do. Um, you know, I also. Feel that well, like most of those pocket pets, they're you know they're they're abused a lot because if I think people don't really know how to care for these poor things properly, guinea pigs do need a lot of space in their cages, and and oftentimes that doesn't happen. The pet stores sell them in these little cages, and they tell them it's okay, and people just don't want to have the space in their house taken up by a you know appropriate guinea pig cage and. So that's one of the things that I'm really on a mission is is to you know educate really about how to properly care for for these these lovely critters. Right. Yeah. Um, and how did you get involved with uh, guinea pig rescue? I always loved guinea pigs. Yeah. <laughs> kind of in my late teens, I I really you know developed a fascination for them. I just loved them. I have a connection with guinea pigs. Mm-hmm. I used to do a lot of dog rescue. When I came to this country, I'm uh, I'm from the Netherlands originally, mm-hmm. 
Um, and I did a lot of dog rescue. I lived in Portugal, did dog rescue there. I, I came here about uh, 14 years ago, and, and I also did a lot of dog rescuing. But then um, I had my son, and I figured that it's not a good idea right now with a toddler to have all these strange dogs running around. Right. I'd have at least three or four fosters at a time that, I'm, that I was placing. So I thought, I just want to still continue my rescue work, and, you know, what can I do? And I thought, well, let's look at guinea pigs. And then I realized, I learned there was absolutely no guinea pig rescue. Wow. Um, so I have you know, opened up doors, and I've been busy, 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 mm-hmm. busy. I, I did take a, a break um, for a few years and uh, went straight back into rescuing about three mm-hmm. years ago from my ranch in Chatsworth. And tell us um, a little bit about uh, L.A. Guinea Pig Rescue. First of all, um, the website for all of our listeners right now is uh, com. so you can go there while you're listening right now. So tell us, um, you know, a little bit about the organization. Well, it's uh, it's me and, and, and a few volunteers. Uh, definitely could do with some more hands on deck. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of work. Um, I run it from my home, uh, but as I said, I, I live on a kind of a, a, a ranch in, in Chatsworth in the corner of the valley. Mm-hmm. Um, I, at any time, have about 65 guinea pigs. That's kind of the limit that I can handle. Um, and they come from all over the place. They come from the shelters. Whenever I hear there's an animal in the shelter, I will try and get it ASAP uh, before, obviously, they, they get put down. And, yes, the shelters do put down the guinea pigs. Um, I have a private surrender list, as I call it, where people who, for whatever reason, cannot keep the animal anymore, they go on the waiting list because I, I cannot take them all because I just mm-hmm. can't, unfortunately. Um, those are animals usually that will be shelter-bound eventually if I don't get them. So, you know, that list I also treat with, you know, some urgency. Um, so, yeah, they come from all over the place. And then... We have adoptions. People come, fill out the adoption application online. Then they make an appointment online also uh, if they're approved. And they come to the facility, to my shelter in Chatsworth, to meet the guinea pigs and adopt. We've had uh, Latasha's guinea pigs are from you, I believe. Yes. You know, yeah. Yeah. So. Hi, Latasha. <laughs> yeah, we had them on the show. She says good things about your organization. Yeah, absolutely. She ended up adopting Riddle, who, poor kid, had been at the shelter for a full year, and he was actually born with me. He came from a huge rescue Aww. I did. For about, I had about 50 pregnant uh, female guinea pigs. It all came from one place, and he was one of the babies. And the reason he got left behind is because of his red eyes. People just don't like the white guinea pigs with the red eyes. Yeah. And then Natasha came, and I just thought, you know what, you really need to look at this kid because he's super special, and he just not getting adopted just because of his look. And she just fell in love with him, and it's been marvelous. I'm so happy. He is, she's a great guinea pig mom. That's yeah, she yeah. loves <laughs> She calls us all the time, and she's so great. Yeah. I love listening to her, like, newest adventures with the guinea pigs. And <laughs> uh, You know, in fact, the guinea pig that um, she had adopted, and he didn't work out with her, with, with um, uh, you know, with the guinea pig she had. So um, that, his name was Marty. And Marty, you actually had a reading with Latasha, and Marty told you that he wants to live with the ladies. That's how he would be very happy. But Marty wasn't neutered. So (laughs) 
Um, but he is actually uh, probably why he wanted to live with the lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's getting neutered, so his dream will come true. So he can actually live with the cage of ladies and be the Aww. king of the household. Yep. Oh, good. <laughs> So and let's uh, let's you for you know letting <laughs> letting me know. <laughs> let's go ahead and speak with our two special guests, the guinea pigs. Um, we have uh, Dober and I'm sorry, what was the other name? Marky. Marky. So, uh, go ahead, Laura. Let's talk to them and see oh, what they have yeah. to say. Oh yeah. So um, one of the questions you asked is um, why doesn't Dover um, eat? What what is it? Romaine lettuce and cucumbers. Yes, he doesn't and, eat any greens. Parsley. Yeah, like, he yeah. says that he doesn't like the way it makes his pee. He says it makes his pee more concentrated and it makes him pee more, and he doesn't like that. He says he likes to have um, more solid things that he can he can bite into. Do you know what he's talking about? Is he talking about like a? I think he's talking about a treat. To be honest with you. Well, the other things that. Uh, that I think what he's talking about would be the hay and the pellets. No, I thought I saw something bigger, like a bigger block of something. Maybe it's just wood. Do they chew on wood? No, guinea pigs don't. What would it be? It kind of looks square and I want to say almost like an orange color. Could it be yams or something? Would you feed them that? No. No, that's not what that is. What is it, Dover? What are you talking about? We can't figure it out. It has a yummy texture. It's like stringy almost. What could that be? Could it be an apple? No? Saskia? An apple. I know he wasn't eating his apple either. Oh, I don't know what it is. Dover, we don't know what that is, honey. I'm sorry. I'm gonna think about that. It's and, chunky. And run yeah. food chunky. Food. chunky and stringy. That's why I thought it was more like a yam. Maybe no, the, green, the green stuff makes me pee too much. I don't like that feeling. Well, he needs it to be healthy. So maybe you could oh, tell him that. He so yeah. maybe tell him just to eat a little bit of it? Yeah, he needs to learn to eat it. It's a, Dover, it's a crucial need... part of a guinea pig's diet. Oh, Dover, you need to eat your greens because they're, they're really healthy for you. And if you start to eat them, you might start to see that your body feels even better. So eat just like a little bit, like trying it. And then you're going to find, like, maybe you just ate too much one time. Maybe I'll try it. If I'm healthier, will I live longer? Yes. You will live longer. I don't like the way parsley tickles my mouth either. (laughs) Feels funny on the roof of my mouth. We'll just chew it more before you swallow it. (laughs) Okay, what else do we want to ask him? You said, um, is he aware of his of the purpose of his present incarnation? That's a big one. It is a big one, but normally I, I you know, I wouldn't quite think of asking that of a guinea pig, but something compelled me to ask him that. Oh, okay. 
I think it is to teach people to love us. My mom should put me on pictures. I think he's talking about like a pamphlet or something. So he says that he just feels like he's so cute that he could teach others to love guinea pigs. I want my mom to know that she's doing the right thing. And sometimes it seems hard for her. It's worth it. We all understand that some days are harder than others. Aw. Also know we love to be loved. Even the ones that kind of cower, everybody feels safe. Oh, that's so nice. Is he talking about old piggies at the shelter? Yeah, he says everybody feels safe, like even the ones that look like they're maybe a little bit more scared. Uh-huh. Oh. That's so nice. Let's talk to uh, Mark. Is it Marky? Yeah, Marky. Marky is so cute. Marky has long hair. Again, excuse uh, our noise. Did you hear the elephant (laughs) parade? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Oh, no. So Marky was found. He was found in a dumpster? Yeah. Yep. So do you think somebody dumped him there? Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. And he was, you wrote here that he was sad and skinny, and he seems to be doing better. Yes. Oh, my God. Maybe he wants to talk about what happened to him. Yeah. Oh, but he has a pair, right? He's living with two other boys, and it's a happy trio right now. Okay. I'm happy where I am. The kids threw me away. He just got rid of me. It was like the older brother. I had a little girl that really loved me. And the little brother did, the older brother didn't like it cuz I would poop in his room. She was always letting me out to run away. And I could hear her crying a lot. I still miss her. And he was so mean, he just chucked me in there. Oh, my God, it looks like he threw him like a like a ball. I was in there a long time. Many nights. And I was really scared. When the man found me, I took a deep breath. And now I'm really well taken care of. But I don't have the little girl. I never had a guinea pig friend before. So that's really special. Will I get to stay with them? Will he? That was another question. Um, I was thinking there was the one guinea pig is the smaller of the two. His name is Tom Tom. That I was going to keep him together with Tom Tom and adopt them out together. 
wanted to know if he likes Tauntaun enough to be paired up with him. And ta- what does Tauntaun look like? He's small, and, and what does he look like? He is smaller. He's a, a shorter hair, and uh, he's kind of a, a bla- black and um, some some lighter brown in his coat. Okay. He's a young, he's a young boy. He's probably about seven months. Yeah, I would live with Tauntaun. He's fun to be with. Sometimes he climbs over me. I don't really love that. But I really like him. Does he climb over him? Have you seen that? Yeah, they they do. They can climb over each other. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Aw. Well, thanks for everything that you do. It's so amazing. Rescuing these amazing guinea pigs. Yeah, thank you so much. And for all of our listeners, again, please go to uh, laguineapigrescue.com. Is there uh, something that you're looking for, Saskia, uh, such as volunteers or donations or anything like that? And how can you know our audience help uh, the LA Guinea Pig Rescue? Well, um, absolutely. The volunteer efforts, I, I usually post them on Facebook. So go onto the website, um, and there's a link to uh, Facebook, so you can um, become our friend um, and like the page. Um, the other thing, gosh, it just slipped my mind. Can you believe that? <laughs> there's that. Oh, yes. Um, I do uh, free health checks and nail clippings, et cetera, and I like to do that. I like to connect with people that have guinea pigs and, you know, see if they're healthy and help them out and perhaps, you know, give some tips to improve the lives of these animals. So right. spread the word that that's, a, that's totally free and people can just make an appointment and come over with their animals and um, be happy to talk to them and, and, and look at the animals too. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on our show. You're so welcome. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so much, and Thanks. we'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks. And we'll put a link to her Facebook page on Pet Psychic Radio's Facebook page. Oh, good idea. That's great. Yeah. Uh, again, it's laguineapigrescue.com. Our guest is Saskia with Dover and Marquis. So thank you guys for being on. Let's get to back to our callers. Um, here we go. I'm just going to go random. Uh, not, here we go. 9454, you're on the air. Tell us who your animal is and uh, describe what they look like to us. Hi, ladies. Hi, Laura. It's Daria. Oh, hey, Daria. How are you? I'm good. Um, Two things I wanted to say. Uh, I just wanted to give your listeners a little treat um, and uh, tell them about Fuchi. Fuchi is my feral cat who you've connected with many times. And um, in our last reading, he was his, he had eye infections. I couldn't get him to the vet. Oh, and right. You remember that? And you told yeah. me that he said, I'm not afraid of the vet. I think the vet is going to be afraid of me. So after a round of antibiotics, it didn't work. I had to get him to the vet. Um, he gave me some tranquilizers, you know, pills, and first time it didn't work. Second time, he was so funny running around the house, but he finally gave up. Got him to the vet. I said to the vet, look, I don't know if you're going to be able to touch him. I don't, because he wasn't out of it, you know. I don't know what's going to happen, but here he is. Do you know when I, I went back outside and sat down, when I went back in, the vet said, because this vet was so calm, so gentle, like a gift from God. Oh. He said to me, 
I had no problems. He let me touch him. He let me examine his eyes. He let me listen to his heart. He did everything. And all I could think about were your words saying, if the vet's afraid of me, I'm going to be afraid of him. So I thought that was, you were so spot on there. Oh, that's so nice, Daria. And also, I believe that we also told them exactly what happens at the vet, which I think is so important to do, you know, that, that, like, what does it mean when you, when somebody listens to their heart or what does it mean when they take their temperature? So it's important for everybody out there to picture what's going to happen when you take your animal to the vet and, and what, what does that mean? What does that tell the vet when they put a bright light in your animal's eyes? What, what is he doing? He's making sure your eyes work okay. So, um, sure. I believe and the, and the one important, sure. And the, the important thing I learned from you is to visualize it, to put the images in your head, and and you know that's what they get from it. And also, whoever invented pill pockets for for cats, I want to give them an award. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he never missed a dose of medicine, and his eyes cleared up. But oh, I just want to ask you a, a quick question about Princess. Yeah. Princess is my black and white cat. She actually just went to the vet a couple of days ago. She had to have her teeth cleaned because her gums were starting to get red. She had to have one tooth removed. All in all, she did really well. I used all of oh. your techniques, you know, visualizing. I love this vet. He's so He uses his intuition, which I love. And um, she seems to be fine, but I just wanted to check in with you to see if there was anything she has to say. Okay, hold on. I'm doing pretty good, though. I feel a little dizzy still. I just feel off like my balance is off. I'm okay and I can eat fine. I just feel like a little dizzy. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I hear 100%. It's like the volume has turned down. It's interesting because maybe it's just that the anesthesia that still hasn't come completely out of her system that makes her feel well, that way. Well, she's on. She has. She has three days of pain medicine, so I'm sure that's. Oh, what it that's is. why she's feeling. Dizzy. I didn't want to interrupt you, but I'm sure that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's what it is. Maybe just can you decrease the dosage just a little bit so she it's feels more key. like herself. It, it's the teeniest little bit. Oh. The teeniest little bit. So she only she has one dose tonight, and then maybe what I'll do is I'll give her the one tomorrow morning, but I won't give her the one tomorrow evening because as long as she's doing good. Yeah, you know, she doesn't sound like she's she in pain, be. which is good. Right. Yeah. I'm going to tell so her it's the medicine that she's okay. getting that's making her feel mm-hmm. that way. Oh, goodness. Thank goodness, because I was hoping it wasn't going to stay. <laughs> no. Oh, Dory will keep us posted on how she does. And, and also, tell just tell everybody, um, Daria has a uh, blog talk radio show as well called Medium in in Your in your Mist, is it? In, in Our Midst. In Our Midst. In Our Midst. Yeah, and tell everyone when that's it. on. I'll put it in the chat room. Medium in our midst. And, um, yeah, so I'm a medium, uh, and that's why I so appreciate what you do, because um, not only do you speak with animals, but you speak with people and souls and all kinds of things. So, um, so, And I appreciate it. I do. 
Oh, thanks so much for coming on today. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So we're having a little bit of a technical difficulty. <laughs> um, um, it seems like it's getting worse. Um, I think it sounds okay into the audience, but in our... We don't really know if it does. No, it I checked with everyone in the chat room says it sounds fine. Oh, you did? Really? Oh. So I think it's uh, we have a really bad uh, Skype connection, I believe, that's going on right now. But hopefully it'll clear up. So if we can't hear you sometimes, we'll just ask you to repeat. Yeah, because what it sounds like to us is that everybody has this really scratchy voice, like a Darth Vader voice kind of, but it doesn't. It's kind of we have to struggle to hear. So, uh, so Yeah, so here we go. Um, next caller, uh, 6284. Go ahead, 6284. Hi, this is Susan. Um, I put some comments there in the chat room. This is Safe Pet Haven. Oh, oh, hi there. Hi. I just wanted to follow up that I still have both the mom cat and the hydrocephalus kitten. They didn't want to make a rash decision, and I'm glad. But they plan to come back. They, In, in fact, if they have extra time, they just want to come back and play with all the cats. <laughs> So that that was okay, and I did get a, a really good feedback. I'm just concerned about their, um, you know, their challenges because life's tough right now, and to take on a special needs pet is, uh, you know, it's a huge financial responsibility. Hey, so Susan, I'm so sorry to I'm going to have to stop you because our our the Darth Vader voice is getting <laughs> worse, and we can barely barely hear you. So. I think what we're going to ask is for um, our callers to maybe um, post your questions in the chat room right now, and we're just going to take chat room calls. So I think you did post something earlier. I'm going to look look in here and find it. Um, so I believe I believe Susan is the one that has she has. Um, a mama cat and the babe and the kitten and the kitten is um has a disability i forget what her disability is but she has a disability and we spoke to them last week and the the mama cat and the kitten didn't necessarily want to be separated from each other I recall one of them said they might want to be separated, but then I think the mom said that she doesn't want to be separated from the kitten because she wants to keep an eye on the kitten. And so Susan has been, there are these people that were coming to take a look at the kitten, and she was hoping that um, they would, these people would fall in love with both. But I wasn't able to, because of the Darth Vader voice, I wasn't able to hear what happened. I think that she was saying that, um, that, they are still that they made a decision not to take either one of them. I think that's what she said. So, um, but we'll just check in with the mama cat and the kitten to see how they're doing. I think that's a good plan. Okay. The mom cat said, I don't want them to take us. They didn't really know how to take care of us. The kitten said, I don't know how to tell whether somebody can take care of us or not. I feel like anyone who can pet me can take care of me. That's why she needs me with her, said the mom. It's kind mm-hmm. of funny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how old the kitten is, but that could be <laughs> developmental. 
That sounds nice, though, too. You thinking that everyone, anyone that pets you, you know, yeah. could take care of you. Right. It's kind of a sweet way to to be, I think, trusting in nature. All right. So she says the couple's still thinking on it for now, which is better than a rash decision. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Oh, so let me tell that, that let me tell the mama cat that they're still thinking, and that that also you, for all of you that do rescue out there, this is really common that a lot of the animals don't want to leave the rescue organization because they believe like they're getting really well taken care of and. You know, why should they leave? Because then they're kind of going out into the unknown. And so so when the mama cat says, I don't think that they're good for me or I don't think they'd be good, it could just be because she's scared that she's saying that. So what's really important for all of you who are in rescue is to tell the people or to tell the animals that that there's a lot of things that need to happen before they can actually go home with these people. There needs to be a home check and, um, and that the, the people who are, are um, decide all have to kind of have make a group decision, decide whether or not this is a good home for them. So they should trust on that as well. The mama cat says it's hard to trust. Because we get good food and water and love. But if everybody thinks it's a good home for you all, it might be a really good home. So you got to be open. And this is really terrible. I don't always do this. But, you know, sometimes what I tell the rescue animals, the ones that um, can can come back to their rescues, I tell them that, um, I can't even believe I'm going to admit this. But sometimes I tell them that they have to give it at least like six weeks there. Mm-hmm. And then if they don't like it, to start peeing and pooping all over the place. Because then they'll usually get returned. <laughs> but it's sort of a secret. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. It's been revealed. Oh, no. <laughs> so, Susan, I hope that helps. We're so sorry we're having these crazy crazy technical difficulties everything was fine until a few minutes ago um some i think the internet connection started to go down so um but uh let's do uh let's it's we have a few minutes left so let's get to our words of wisdom and oh. we have a lot of uh these guys to talk yeah to maybe today. we'll hit everyone you want yeah. to okay yeah. okay so where'd stormy go storm Stormy, we're going to do you first because you're the oldest. Yeah. Stormy, honey, what what is your words of wisdom? When you can't hear, then you better ask. What, honey, what does that mean exactly? It means when you're confused about what something someone is saying, you better ask for clarity. Mm-hmm. That's, that's true. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good word of wisdom, honey. What about you, Mr. Lukes? You want to say something? Play hard and keep playing. I guess that's a pretty good word of yeah, wisdom. Yeah, that's a good word of wisdom, honey. What about work? Don't you think you should work sometime? My mom would work me. I would work. It's true. He likes to learn. I'll teach him enough. <laughs> What about you, Miss, Mrs. Ripley? What do you want to say? I love having friends over at the house. And her tail started to wag. 
What's your words of wisdom, though? What's your words of wisdom? When you have your mom back, appreciate it and be really good. Has she been really good? Uh, I mean, she's good. But she has her moments of still jumping up and pawing, and I still can't stop her. Oh, see, because your mommy is missing some of her organs, honey. You can't just jump up on her. You need to keep all fours on the ground. It's so important that you really try and be conscious of your behavior and keep all fours on the ground. Can you try and do that more? Because that would really help mom and mom's body. Is mom going to have a baby in her belly? No. Well, not yet. Maybe in the future. But that is another reason to to not jump up. Do, do you take her to somewhere where you have a friend that's pregnant or something? Uh, all my girlfriends are pregnant. Oh. Or they just had babies and one is still pregnant. Oh, yeah, yeah. Same type of thing, honey. All fours on the ground in that situation, too. Yeah. Lucas says, I'd wish Ripley would play with me again. <laughs> Where is Aloha? Aloha's words of wisdom. Where is she? Uh, I don't know. Oh, she's right here. Oh, Aloha. What about your words of wisdom, honey? What do you want to say? Love your mom from here or from a distance. <laughs> That's true, honey. <laughs> what else do you want to say, Aloha? Sometimes you've got such wise words of wisdom. What else do you want to say? Can you ask my mom when we go to the park and we stay longer? Oh, we haven't been to the park in a while. That's why. Probably. Oh. She's wanting to go. Oh, how come you haven't been to the park? I just, because I feel bad because I can't take Ripley because I'm not strong enough. Oh, because you can't hold Ripley back? Yeah. What about if you put her on, like, a gentle lead or something? Have you tried that? Yeah. She's still strong. She's still too strong for oh. me. So I haven't been able to uh, take them out as I usually would. Oh. Oh. Well, you got to wait till Mom heals up a little bit more, Ripley. I mean, Aloha. But I could just take her and... And bring... Ripley to, to Wagville. To yeah. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. What about you, Rosa, kitty kitty? Do you have any words of wisdom? I just want to tell everybody, really think about it when you talk to animals. I mean, you really have to think hard. Because you need to really picture everything you're saying. But sometimes people talk to animals and they're not even paying attention. So true. Yeah, it's true. It's interesting that she would say that, isn't it? Yeah. Can you... Like, I know you talk about this a lot, about, like, picturing in your mm-hmm. mind and things like that. And I mm-hmm. know we go over it so much, mm-hmm. but I think it's so important if you could elaborate maybe for our audience, um, you know, about, like, don't saying the, don't the, say negative. the negative or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, so what happens is that whether you're mi- whether you are conscious of it or not, your mind creates an image of everything you think and everything you you say. So what happens when you say things like don't jump or don't be scared is that your mind creates a picture of jumping or being scared. And then also what happens is that in your body, you sort of hold that feeling of what that is like. 
So for an instant, you might actually feel scared or you might feel the the annoyance of an animal jumping. Um, and so because you're picturing and feeling that, your animal will actually receive that message as if that's what you want them to do or that that's like the main image that you're sending them so they think like that's what I'm supposed to do or, you know. So so what you want to do is is say all fours on the ground or off or be confident, be brave. Because when you say those things, your mind pictures and, and your body feels those images. And it's so important. And then the other thing that I tell people that is extremely important is to be conscious of the thought right after the thought. So, so many people will try really hard. They'll sit down with their pet and they'll say, grandma's coming over and they'll picture grandma walking in the door and I need you to be a really good boy. I need you to have all fours on the ground. Uh, if you jump on grandma, grandma will fall over and then everyone will be upset and grandma will be hurt. So we want to make sure that you have all fours on the ground so grandma can walk in and we all can be happy. And so they'll spend a lot of time actually saying that to their pet. Then they'll pet their pet and, you know, and then after, right after that, they'll think to themselves, oh, my God, she's going to jump on grandma. And if you leave them with that thought, that's the last thing they're going to think. So you have to really catch yourself that you're not thinking that at all. Right. That's It's the hardest part. I always do that. I know. I I do it, too. Yeah, I catch myself all the time doing that and so I know that's a really common common mistake that um, we all make so it's just being conscious of that so um, I don't know I invite you all to you know start picturing more in the positive and not using the negative with your pets and um, we only have a few minutes left but real quick Laura and I are about to go on a ghost hunt today. Yes, we are, because Sean was on the uh, radio show a couple weeks ago talking about his haunted apartment. Yeah. And we're going to go over there and talk to some hauntings. Yeah, we'll, we'll let you know what happens next week. So join us at the same time, 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, on Blog Talk Radio, Pet Psychic Radio Show. Uh Go to thepetpsychic.com for all of Laura's information. You can find out everything on there, her blog. Um, sign up for her newsletter, which is awesome. So check that out at thepetpsychic.com and also join us on our radio Join us on our radio page on Facebook. Maybe it's the spooks that know we're coming. They're, like, coming to haunt us already, getting into the mic and making it sound like Darth Vader. I think so. (laughs) We'll see you all next week. Thank you so much for joining us, and we're so sorry that we couldn't get to all the callers because of our technical difficulties today. So see you next week. Call again, please. Bye. Bye. So we